0: Do you have a favorite instrument? If so, how does hearing that instrument make you feel? Happy? Calm? Maybe it just makes you want to get up and dance. In today's story, we'll hear about an instrument with a sound so powerful, it teaches one man to sing a very different tune. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round where story time happens all the time. Today, our story is called The Charming Flute. It was inspired by tales told among the Uyghurs, a Turkic-speaking people from Central Asia. Some really great people came together to bring you our adaptation of this folktale, including Amy Hargraves. Grown-ups you might know Amy from Homeland on Showtime, as well as the hit Netflix series 13 Reasons Why. This story concludes our special summer series with the Boston Symphony Orchestra, with musical accompaniment by flutist Elizabeth Ostling. So, circle around, everyone, for the charming flute. There once was a woman named Anastasia Anastasia had very little in the world other than the clothing she wore and the flute she played. Anastasia's flute was a simple instrument, just a long, slender tube she had crafted from the reeds that sprouted in the swamps, but it brought her endless joy. Not only that, but Anastasia's flute playing seemed to have enchanting powers— Every time she brought the instrument to her lips and began to play, any person within earshot would feel compelled to drop what they were doing and sway to the beautiful music. The only person who seemed immune to the charms of Anastasia's flute was the wealthy landowner who hired Anastasia to herd his sheep. The landowner possessed thousands of acres of meadows, hills, and fields. But though the man was rich in money, he was poor in kindness. He underpaid all his workers, and he resented the joy his laborers got from hearing Anastasia's flute ring out as she herded the sheep to and fro. One sunny morning, as Anastasia was grazing the landowner's sheep in one of his many pastures...
2: Enjoy your breakfast, Fluffy. Snowy, you bully. Don't step on Buttercup's grass.
0: She suddenly heard hoofbeats approaching. She looked up, and who should be riding over on his horse but her boss, the landowner.
2: Uh, Good morning, sir. To what do I owe the pleasure of this visit?
1: Pleasure? Oh, this visit is anything but a pleasure, Anastasia.
0: The gruff fellow hopped off his horse and stuck out his hand. Give
1: me your flute.
0: Anastasia blinked her eyes. Had
2: she heard her boss right? Pardon me, but my flute? Why should I give you my flute?
1: Haven't you noticed? Every time you play that vexatious instrument of yours, my farmhands stop farming, my gardeners stop gardening, and my cattle drivers stop driving cattle. They're all so bewitched by that troublesome thing that none of them get a lick of work done. So give me your flute.
2: Anastasia shook her head. I'm sorry, sir, but I can't part with my flute. Besides your darling sheep, it's the only thing in the world that brings me joy. It's the only thing that... Fine.
0: Next thing Anastasia knew, the landowner snatched the reed flute right out of her satchel. Then the callous man clutched either end of the fragile instrument and snapped it in two.
1: (laughs) Ha ha ha! Try playing your flute now, Anastasia, and you can forget about my darling sheep.
0: You're fired. Then he jumped back on his horse and trotted away. Anastasia felt her eyes swim with tears.
2: I can't believe this. First I lose my flute, then my job. What am I going to do? With her head
0: hung low, Anastasia scratched the ears of her beloved sheep and wished them goodbye. But just as she was dragging her feet away from the meadow and onto the road... Oh! She bumped into someone. I'm sorry. Glancing up... Anastasia saw an old man with a long, flowing beard. The man was stooped with age and clutching a cane, but his eyes were eager and alert. It seems your head is a thousand miles away, young lady. Why so distracted? So Anastasia told the old man everything that happened. How the landowner took away her flute, then her
2: job, And now I have no idea how I'll ever play music again, let alone support myself. And those dear, dear sheep, I'll miss them so much. What do I do?
0: The old man stroked his silvery whiskers. Hmm, I think I know just how to help you. Come this way. Anastasia followed the old man into a forest. When they reached a clearing surrounded by trees, the man walked over to a tree, pulled off a nice long branch, and used his pocket knife to fashion the wood into an elegant flute. Here you go, young lady. Give it a try. Anastasia took the wooden flute, brought it to her lips, and began to play. The notes that drifted from the flute were sweeter than any Anastasia had ever played before. Rich and brilliant and bright. And as the flute's music filled the forest, do you know what happened? The monkeys stopped chattering and the birds stopped tweeting. The tigers stopped prowling and the deer stopped grazing. But what happened after that was something Anastasia never expected— Not in a million years. What do you think happened when Anastasia played her new flute in the forest? We'll find out after a quick break. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Before we get back to our story, have you heard about the Circle Round Club? Welcome back to Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear. Today our story is called The Charming Flute. Before the break, a cruel landowner fired Anastasia the Shepherdess and cracked her beloved reed flute in two. Then... A mysterious old man led Anastasia to a clearing in the forest where he fashioned a new flute from the branch of a tree. And the moment Anastasia lifted her new flute to her lips and began to play... Every single animal in the forest ran, crawled, or winged its way to the clearing. Bears and foxes, monkeys and tigers, doves and deer all of them. Then the creatures just sat there, transfixed, as the music washed over them. And when the music stopped, they all (laughs) hurried away. As Anastasia watched the animals go, she turned to the old man with wide eyes.
2: Did you see that? All those wonderful animals listening to my music. Sir, this flute is incredible. Thank you.
0: From then on, Anastasia spent all day playing her flute. In the mornings, she went and played in the town square, where people gathered around, swaying to the music and plunking handfuls of coins into her upturned hat. Then, once Anastasia made enough money to buy her daily bread she went to the forest and played for her beloved animals. Now that Anastasia was making a real living as a musician and getting to spend time with critters and creatures of all shapes and sizes, she was more content and comfortable than ever. Meanwhile, her former boss, the unkind landowner, was more discontented and uncomfortable than ever. You see, one dark night, The selfish fellow had a dream. A very vivid dream, one that he just couldn't shake. The next morning, he called his son to his side.
1: Son, you must help me. In my dream last night, I saw the most amazing thing. And I simply must have it.
0: It was. He took a deep breath.
1: A rabbit.
0: The landowner's
2: son cocked his head. A rabbit? But you have thousands of rabbits on this property already, Dad. What was so special about this one? Oh,
1: it wasn't just special, my boy. It was spectacular. Its body was white, as white as freshly fallen snow on New Year's Day. And on top of its head, it had a perfect circle of black fur as black as the mountains at midnight. Find me this rabbit, son, and I'll make you my business partner. I'll give you half of all the
2: money I make. The young man's face lit up. You got it, father. I'll get you that rabbit. You can count on me.
0: The landowner's son spent all day searching for a white rabbit with a perfect circle of black fur atop its head. By sundown, he was running out of energy and hope. Just then, he spied an old man with a long silvery beard shuffling toward him on the road. It was the same old man who had carved a new flute for Anastasia, but the landowner's son didn't know that. Good evening, young man. Why the long face?
2: Well, it might sound crazy, but I've been looking high and low for a white rabbit with a perfect circle of black fur on top of its head.
0: The old man's eyes twinkled.
2: Well, if it's
1: an
0: animal you're looking for, I know someone who can help. She lives in the bright red cottage at the end of this lane. He pointed a bony finger down the road, then wrapped his hand around his cane and ambled away. When the landowner's son knocked at the door of the bright red cottage, who should answer it but Anastasia? Here's the thing, though the son and the shepherdess had never met each other, they had never crossed paths back when she worked for his father. The landowner's son explained his situation, and Anastasia listened intently.
2: Okay, so you're looking for a white rabbit with a black circle on its head. I must say that's a very specific request. Well, uh, it's for my father. He's determined to find one. (laughs) You see, Dad owns thousands of acres of land, and if I find this rabbit for him, I'll own them too. Well, half of them anyway. He's going to make me his business partner.
0: All of a sudden, Anastasia realized who this young man was and who his father was. Remembering how the landowner had treated her, she decided to cook up a plan. She flashed the
2: landowner's son a smile. Well, you've definitely come to the right person. Meet me in the middle of the forest at sunrise. And I promise, you will see your rabbit. The
0: landowner's son did as Anastasia instructed. The next morning, when the sun came up, he found Anastasia sitting cross-legged on a tree stump in the clearing, her flute in her hands. She lifted the instrument to her lips, and the second she began to play... The landlord's son was astonished to see animals from all corners of the forest come running, crawling, and flying to the clearing, then cluster around Anastasia and her flute. Among those animals was, yes, a rabbit as white as freshly fallen snow on New Year's Day, with a circle on its head as black as the mountains at midnight. The landowner's son gasped when he saw it. Anastasia saw it, too. She brought her song to a close, then stretched out her hand and scooped the rabbit into her arms.
2: Here, take this rabbit and hold on to it tightly. If it runs away, I can't help
0: you find it again. With the rabbit tucked under one elbow, the landowner's son spun on his heel and began scurrying home, excited about the bounteous acres of land his grateful father would bestow on him. But just as the young man was exiting the forest... What should he hear but the sound of Anastasia's flute again? And do you know who else heard it? You guessed it. The rabbit. Its whiskers twitched, its snow-white ears perked up, and the little creature wriggled free from the young man's grasp. It leapt to the ground, then bounded into the forest toward the clearing. The landowner's son broke into a sprint in hot pursuit. But by the time he reached the clearing, Anastasia had ceased her flute playing, and all of the animals had vanished.
2: Anastasia! The rabbit! Oh, did it come scampering this way? It did. But when the music ended, it ran off. Didn't I warn you to hold on to it tightly? Guess you won't be owning those thousands of acres of land anytime soon. The
0: landowner's son trudged home with empty hands and a heavy heart. When he told his father what happened, the landowner began... (laughs) ...to laugh.
1: (laughs) All right, son. Let me get this straight. You found the rabbit with help from an enchanted flute player? Some mystical woman who charms all the animals with her music? Sounds like poppycock to me.
0: (laughs) Obviously, the landowner wasn't thinking at all about Anastasia, the shepherdess whom he fired for the captivating effect her flute playing had on his farmhands, gardeners, and cattle drivers. (laughs) Look,
1: I'll tell you what, son. I'll go out and find this flute-playing sorceress and bring back the rabbit myself.
0: So the next morning at sunrise, the landowner ventured into the forest. Before long, he heard the sound of a flute. He cupped his hand to his ear and followed the music through the trees and bushes until finally he emerged into the clearing. And who should he find sitting cross-legged on a tree stump, playing a wooden flute, but... Anastasia! Thing is, his former shepherdess wasn't alone. Clustered around her were all the creatures of the forest. Bears and foxes, monkeys and tigers, doves and deer. When Anastasia spotted her former boss, her eyes blazed. Then, without missing a note... She tilted her flute in the landowner's direction. And the minute she did, do you know what happened? Every single animal, large and small, got up and began creeping toward the alarmed man. The terrified fellow began to tremble.
1: Anastasia! Anastasia! Get these wild animals away
0: from me! Uh, Stop your playing! But Anastasia did not stop her playing. The animals drew closer.
1: Seriously, Anastasia, I'll give you whatever you want. Just put down your flute.
0: But Anastasia did not put down her flute.
1: Anastasia, I beg you, please don't be as cruel to me as I was to you. Stop your playing,
0: please. All at once, much to the landowner's relief, Anastasia put down her flute. She held up one hand, and the animals froze in their tracks. Then she looked the landowner right in the eye.
2: Listen, mister, I will stop my playing and send these animals away on one condition.
0: The landowner clasped his hands and fell to his knees.
1: Anything, Anastasia. You name it, I'll do it.
2: Very well. You must give Half of your wealth away, to those who need it, to the farmhands, gardeners, and cattle drivers whom you underpay, to the people in town who are struggling to get by each day. Will you do that?
0: The landowner nodded his head vigorously.
1: I will. I promise.
0: Anastasia held the landowner's gaze for a moment. Then, slowly... She lowered her hand. And just like that, every single animal, the bears and foxes, monkeys and tigers, doves and deer, ran, crawled, or flew away. From then on, Anastasia played her flute for anyone who would listen. Whether they had legs or paws, wings or claws... And as for the landowner, well, he made good on his promise. Rather than give half his wealth to his power-hungry son, the prosperous fellow faced the music, changed his tune, and shared his riches with those in need. Now it's your turn. Do you have an instrument at home that you like to play? If so, We would love to hear it. Pick a song or make one up and ask a grown-up to use video or the voice memo app on a smartphone to record you playing. Then they can send the recording to us. Our email address is circleround at wbur.org. This week's story, The Charming Flute, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear. It was edited by Circle Round's executive producer, Catherine Brewer. Our original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis. Our artist is Sabina Hahn. Sabina has drawn a black and white illustration for every Circle Round story, and you can print them out and color them in while you listen. Or anytime. Ask a grown-up to visit our website, wbur.org slash circleround, and click on Soundtrack and Coloring Pages. Special thanks to this week's actors, Theodore Chin, Robert Fung, Mark Saul, and Amy Hargraves. Grown-ups, check out Amy in 13 Reasons Why, now in its fourth and final season on Netflix. And watch for her in all eight seasons of Homeland, the hit spy thriller series on Showtime. Our featured instrument this week was the flute, played by Boston Symphony Orchestra member Elizabeth Ostling. You can learn more about this member of the Woodwind family and see a photo on our website. Again, that's wbur.org slash circle round. is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling round with us. One of the best things about creating Circle Round is hearing from listeners like you. Circle Round fans have been telling us about their favorite Circle Round stories, and we're excited to share some of their voices with you. Hi, my name is
1: Voxie, and I live in Paris, France, and my favorite Circle Round story is the Great Acorn Robbery. Hi, my name is Justice, I live in Cedar Rapids, my favorite circle round is the Chattering Clams because I like the part when Becca Sheer distracts Beaver from his work. Hi, my is Fiona. I live in New Jersey, me. My favorite circle round story
2: is the loop player. I like the part when the queen saves the king.
0: Did someone mention an episode you missed? No problem. You can find every single circle round story on our website. That's wbur.org slash circleround, or wherever you and your grown-ups get your podcasts.